Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Umbridge on the Couch and Calimera from Crete. <laughs> That's Lucy saying that. Yes. An in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas. Shout hello. He's gone now. Oh, <laughs> he just wanted to make work. sure that I could make everything work without blowing it I, up and then I left could, wisely. I as soon as he knew the music was going, yeah. he legged it. <laughs> Lucy B. Freeman, say hello. Hello. And Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Who is in, Who is in Lisbon. What? Mm. I thought he was taking his kid to uni. Oh, he's dumped him in uni and gone straight to Lisbon. Or maybe he's taking his kid to uni in Lisbon. I oh, don't know. That We're all be, such jet setters, Harriet. Oh, it's difficult to keep track of everybody. Terribly international. Isn't it? Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week at Bridge Farm with Pat demonstrating her usual touching faith that one word from her and all troubles are soothed. Henry was sulking in his room and she said comfortably to Natasha, oh, I'll go up and talk to him, which guaranteed that he'd be howling with rage within a minute and a half. Brad had his hookup kit ready for Mia, vegan crisps and battleship Potemkin. But despite that, they still managed to get it on and disconcertingly, we were in there with them, which was a little strange. Between them, they are the most mature couple in Ambridge by about 50 years. They are also the most boring, I have to say. And for some reason, we basically stalked them all the way around the village and also through college while they decided what they were going to do at the weekend, where they were going to have lunch and what Mia's new tutor was like. I mean, they're lovely and charming and respectful and sweet, but we still don't need to know all the ins and outs of their relationship. And I mean that very, very literally. Ben had to break it to the residents at the Laurels that he was leaving, including Sykesy, who threw a shit fit. Not only was Ben struggling to deal with his going back to college nerves, he also had to handle a pensioner with abandonment issues. The situation was not eased by Hootie storming the doors of the laurels and chucking flapjacks at Sykesy. <laughs> I was trying to concentrate on Susan's interrogation of Mia in the shop, but I kept getting distracted by Stella buying dishwasher tablets for £3.20. How many is in the pack? Two? They're 13 quid in Waitrose. Stella and Pip had the same conversation again, making it four times now, oh. but this time they've decided to just see where it goes. No, wait, <laughs> that's what they decided the last three times too. Ruth asked Pip to do some discreet digging with Stella. Pip said, don't worry, <laughs> Mum, I'm on that like a tramp on chips. They all went out together. Pip, Stella and Ruth, which wasn't weird at all. And Ruth said Stella was her best friend and Pip said, you haven't known her that long. And Ruth said... You know, you're getting all dressed up to go and meet your lesbian friend. And you've said that you really fancy a lesbian woman. Do you think that the lesbian woman might be at the pub tonight? Because I am completely stumped. My God, it's like pulling teeth, this. However, I reviewed this and Pip is certainly giving mixed signals when I think about it. Getting dressed up, tick. 
taking ages over makeup, tick, getting drunk very quickly and saying strange things, tick, but then ordering scampy fries. <laughs> scampy fries. I don't even eat cheese and onion crisps if I'm going to be seeing anyone at any point over the next week. Ordering scampy fries on a date is basically a restraining order. Unless your date has declared a keen interest in breath like an elderly cat, it's an absolute no. So that did give me slightly more understanding of Ruth's apparent obliviousness. I mean, it did cross my mind it might be Stella, David, but then she ordered scampy fries. Anyway... In further news from Pedantry Corner, it was apparently essential that Susan's book, and only Susan's book, could hold up the horror bin table, because it was a fat book. Chelsea said that Brad had books, but none fat enough. I take enormous issue with this. Brad would have the Lord of the Rings trilogy for starters, all of which are thicker than Georgie, as well as a brief history of time and several hundred Terry Pratchett novels. So there. George is hopping mad with Brad, ostensibly because he has dumped him in favour of Mia, but he's actually furious because Brad has seen a lady with her top off in real life, and Georgie hasn't. <laughs> All my sympathy with Georgie evaporated once more as soon as he started perving over Fallon again, but I was surprised she touched his arm, deliberately or not. I wouldn't physically touch Georgie with, well, with harassment, probably. <laughs> Try as I might, I cannot figure out what on earth the story is with Sykesy. What are they trying to do? Get Sykesy moved into Brookfield? Yes. Get Ben to leave his course as a result of Sykesy's somewhat emotional blackmail intervention? Surely it's not going to start Ben on a downward spiral as Helen's just got her little mat and has announced she is about to embark on the downward section of the Ambridge Helter Skelter. We can't have Brad and Mia being the only mentally healthy young people in the village, surely. They're already this generation's Tom and Barbara Good. Let's not over-egg it too much, shall we? The end. So funny. A book that was thicker than Georgie. Yes. That's joke. It's good. It's brilliant. Sorry, Jeff's just shown me his phone where he's written in big block capital letters, have you pressed record, which just <laughs> sent me into an absolute <laughs> spiral of panic. And I have. Thank you. Thank yes. God. That, that, well, because I meant to also remind you, because only because you're doing it on a different computer. I know. So we got well, I shouldn't be doing it. We, see, what happened was, it's all been a bit... Yes, because yes. you've, you've got two screens up at the moment. I have got two screens, two screens. Um, d uh, Jeff said to me before I left, he said, you could do it, you know, I said, how are we going to do it? And he said, well, well I'll bring this and that. And, that. and all you've got to do is download this app. So I downloaded the app. Mm. And then he said, and then you just plug your, plug your, plug your thing in here. Mm. And, and then I couldn't find a hole what fitted the thing. Oh, and he said... But I asked you before you left. Have Sorry, you hang got... on. Are we talking about? Yes, not... the yes, computer. The, the computer. Yeah. And um, I, I was trying to fit it in, sort of thing, and 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 it was the wrong. It was the wrong thing. Wrong and he size. said, he said, but I've, but I've asked you already before you left. Have you got this particular thing? And I had assured him without looking that oh, yes, Lucy. I did. So oh, he just it... stared at me with that kind of blank look that they give you, like. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in there? And is it yeah, sighed got, heavily and then sorted it all out. Did <laughs> you need a USB and he's got a C? Yes, one. that is the yes. very thing. Oh, See, Harriet knows. Harriet's clever. Not, get, yes. get with the programme. Nobody has a USB anymore, Lucy. It's all about the C, the C thing. Is it? Yes, but you can get adapters. So you can you get adapters, Harriet says. Yes, you could have. But, yes, but he said, but we haven't. Though. If you'd listened to Jeff... Yes. If you'd listened to him, yes. you see, yes. you could have got um, an adapter from Amazon before you went. Oh. She says or I should I listen to you, you Jeff. Yeah. Yes. Mm. But, but mm. the good thing is, it doesn't matter because you're doing it on this computer. Yes. 
So, and it all sounds great. I think you sound fantastic. There was just was a very, just... very, very slightly stressy <laughs> 10 minutes. We looked was... at each other blankly, they're going, oh, how am I oh, going was, to do this? Was that this morning then? Yes, it was. Up? It was eight minutes before I started recording when I realised I couldn't do it. Mm, yes. Um, well, it's all a, it's all a learning journey, Lucy. We've only been yes. doing this for about two and a half years. So I know, you know I know. We're, it's, we're every not day. very much the novice. <laughs> Steep every learning curve. Act, act. Is is useful, and also I'm really enjoying. It's like at least our listeners can get a picture of you guys mm. in your. Are we allowed to say you're away? Because this is coming live from Greece. It is coming live from yeah. Crete. Yes. Yeah, in yes. your villa. In my villa. Jeff in pottering the around in the background. Yeah, I like it. It's sort of oh, comforting. He's Jeff has a... Oh, you know, in Crete, you or, or Greece anyway, you get adopted by cats immediately. Yes, that's yeah. weird, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. They're like, and right, they're new tiny. ones, lads, come on. They've got a WhatsApp group. New ones and they're English, so they're right suckers. So just stand, hang around outside looking stand hungry. And look, yeah, super mm. thin. And then bite people when they're a bit, <laughs> a bit tardy with the, with the kitty cat. So um, the cats are currently wailing outside the back door. Jeff was convinced, because he hasn't been to uh, Greece before, at the islands, um, he was convinced that this cat was starving and, you know, <laughs> that it needed help and, you know, support, emotional support. Um, so he spent a lot of time talking to it and stroking it and Aww. everything else. Um, and then the man who owns the villa said, oh, yes, it's my cat. <laughs> and oh, it's basically right. having breakfast and dinner at his house, then coming to us for a top up. We've decided. Oh, God. But yes. then why are they so little? Do you think it's just the way they're made? No, it's because they start having kittens and things when they're very, very titchy. Oh, right. I yeah, think cats what... can have kittens when they're six months old. Oh, so then my... they do, then they stop growing. Oh, I oh right. Mm. So that... it's kittens oh, basically having kittens. Mm. That's so funny. Yeah, I just assumed every what? cat I saw was completely starving. Yeah, I'm going to tell the walk. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, no, yes. Go on. No, he. Um, and one of them bites me and loves Jeff. What? Oh, so no. um, we've called it Georgie. Because it doesn't like women. So, and there's a very, very shy one, and Georgie keeps jumping on it. So, that's Brad. So, we've got Georgie and Brad that we're feeding. <sighs> He's feeding. I'm not feeding them. But when did, um, when were Georgie and Brad suddenly best mates? Because not that long ago, Brad was terrified of Georgie. Yes. And Georgie was bullying him and made well, him Well, Georgie got Brad arrested, and yes. that seems to, Brad yes. seems to be fine with that now. And there was never any notion that they were even friends. No. George was just always the bullying older cousin. Yes, and it caused but a huge schism in the in the in the yes. Archer Horobin family, didn't it? No, yeah. Archer, no, no. And now, Archer, they're, uh, and now they're best mates. Although mm. I do like this. I, I I do like this sort of reversal of Brad being the yeah. you know the one with. Yeah. All the status now suddenly. Yeah, and a bit of a bit of a swagger, bit of a, a swagger. Yeah. Oh, I I know it's really um I know we literally were as you said stalking under them. the duvet with under them. The du- but I didn't mind it actually because because it is really there is something really beautiful about first love, Lucy. Yeah. I mean, even this even the even the sexy bit isn't gross because it's new. Yeah. You know, like so yeah. it's not sort of showing off how yeah. big you are at kissing yeah it's sort of tentative yeah i didn't mind it although it was a bit weird when you just heard all the sort of mm. yeah <laughs> sort of like uh. it was sort of quite a little bit a little Ow. bit nervous wasn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> careful <laughs> it was a bit weird but i did i, I actually it really i could really sense that beautiful 
excitement and well i think they're trying to contrast that with 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 pip aren't they who is giddy all over the shop i'm in love with it was so embarrassing i thought stella was absolutely brilliant i know i'm getting you a coke yeah oh get me a proper no you're having a coke coke. (laughs) it was so and i'm also getting myself another girlfriend (laughs) but anyway because I've and suddenly realised you're a massive knobber and anyway, I only fancied your mum. But Well, also, there's nothing more unattractive than seeing your prospective lover become really immature. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I remember like thinking, you know, when, when sort of like boys that I was about to date got pissed and then started being really immature, mm. you sort of go, yeah. oh my God, this yeah. is yeah. Mm, a bit not very great actually because yeah, yeah. you look like a dick now yeah so yes. I, I sort of I really sort of I really felt for Stella and then suddenly I suppose for Stella she's like okay this is this is weird because Ruth is my friend and mm. they're obviously similar age aren't they Pip must be a bit younger than Pip. Pip's only 30 something isn't she I think Stella's in between I mean I'd say Stella yeah. was 40 yeah well 45 Mm, no, not that old, I don't think. Well, I know, but Ruth must be... What's Ruth? Into her? She's 60. Is David 60? Yes, because they had her they... 60th birthday, didn't they? Yeah, so I think... I think No, I think Stella is probably quite a bit older. I right. think there's probably at least a 10, 15-year gap. Okay. And then probably the same on the other side with Ruth. And emotionally, a light-year gap between them. Exactly. God. Yeah. Oh god! It I couldn't was, it believe was... that though. That I was, I was yelling. I, I had, I clutched my hair when she's going. Do you think the woman that you fancy is going oh. to be at the pub? Oh my god! Come on, Ruth, thinking, love. There's, there's oh, only ever seven god. people in the bull. Oh, <laughs> three of them are going to be you three. The others are men. Have a <laughs> bloody think and a guess who it, it might be. There's so be... many lesbians to choose from, David. I, mean, I just don't know. That ash blonde, she could be a lesbian because her hair's short. Also, um, boys don't know things like ash blonde. Well, they I just say ash blonde was um, sort of grey blonde, was well, sort of like white blonde. silver blonde. Yeah, they say they say brown hair, and then you yes. say, do you or, mean blonde hair? And they go, no, brown, sort of yellow. yellow. And you go, so <laughs> blonde, and and yeah, ash blonde. They can only do it, but they can only navigate by your hair. They look at you and go, a bit shorter than yours. Or a bit longer than yours, or a bit. But mm. then it's sort of I quite I didn't I think Georgie though, who's always trying to sound um, more sophisticated mm. than he is, mm. might he he might have just seen that term in mm. FHM or something. Mm. Does anyone don't need to be young people read that anymore? Is it even? I, on, I don't think it's it even, even on out the anymore. Shelves? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I think you're on the internet instead. I forgot. It's much easier and cheaper. Is it a print communication? I don't think they read that. <laughs> Ashblondbabes.com uh, But yeah, I it was It's very I, niche, isn't it? What's your what's your um you know, your your particular kink? It's but it was, women women with v- very definite hair colouring. <laughs> very specific hair colouring. But it was it was great last I'm night. Totally I totally into the balayage, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, quite like the uh, dip dye look. <laughs> I, I I thought um, it was really clever though that pub scene 
especially then in the end when he just went, oh, right, are you a lesbian, Mia? And then Brad was like, oh, my God, what literally what is wrong with you? And in a way, I suppose, like, finally, Brad sort of eventually now gone, actually, do you know what? I I don't, I'm not going to be nice anymore. You're just a dick. Yeah. And and you. I I really liked Mia. She didn't overreact. She, She just went. Blimey's on foramine. Exactly. <laughs> just yeah, really re- kind of. I really liked Mia all week, actually. Yeah. You know, previously, I found her a bit whiny, but yeah, she was she's she was really funny and yeah. and and sort of relaxed, wasn't yes, she? Yes, exactly. She she lost that priggishness that she has yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It was really nice. I really, I think they are a brilliant couple. Mm. And honestly, Lucy, I thought it was so sweet when they were in the corridor together and going, oh, there's like other people here. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, should we go to the canteen? <laughs> but then I also remembered how annoying it is when you, you know, when your best friend uh, gets a yeah, boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah. It's the worst. It's horrible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They are the most annoying people you've ever met. Yeah. When, you're, when your bezer becomes a couple, it's awful. Yeah. They just are constantly giggling together. Yeah. And excluding everybody. Yeah. So I had a tinge of sympathy for George. Um, until the pub scene. I, um, also, I, um, I remember at secondary school, as soon as people started going out with other people, particularly in lower sixth, you got Christmas cards from both of them that I found oh. hilarious. <laughs> the girls in my year were so desperate to just get engaged, to get married and have a family and blah, 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 that they, they just couldn't wait to send joint. So you'd get one like from Rebecca and Craig and you'd think, who the hell are, oh my God, are they, you know, oh, awful. Awful. Yeah, but you do, don't you? want to hurry love when you're mm. young. <laughs> No, they were they were well cute, Susan when, and when, no, when I was a bit worried when when George said about uh, when uh, Brad said about I oh, just want to run away together. I was thinking, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. No, but but why would they do that? I mean, they wouldn't. They're too I sensible, he, aren't they? I think he only went from the pub. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, oh, I don't, right. I don't okay. think, I don't know. I suddenly thought it was going to be like, you know, <laughs> um, Bonnie and Clyde, while they're sort of being pursued across Borsetshire no, or something. But that's what's good about Brad and Mir is that they can actually have quite an easy relationship because yeah. Yeah. Tracy is going to be fine about Mia staying over. And Is she though? Well, yeah. Bearing in mind what happened with Chelsea. Oh, that's true, actually. That is true. Yeah, but I think she'd rather have Brad and Mia under, doing yep. it under her own yep. roof than yep. in the uh, bull toilets. Yeah. Ooh, in the disabled. Yeah. <laughs> it just smells like scampy fries in here, Brad. I just can't. I can't feel it. <laughs> I feel nothing. I feel nothing. nothing. <laughs> I am so with you about this. When she ordered scabby fries, I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Do you and want then... <laughs> her not to go near you? Is that... I, I mean, I'm with you. I would have like brushed my teeth three times mm-hmm. before I'd gone out. Yeah. Probably taken a toothbrush with me. And then drunk vodka know... and tonic yeah. because it almost feels like mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine going near anyone who's got that Scam- oh, it's just all the crisps that you could disgusting. possibly have in the world, oh. and she picks them. No wonder Stella was like, "Yeah, I, I'm going to get you a coke and, and a and toothbrush leave. and some crest." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that would have been funny if she come back with some crest. Listerine chaser. <laughs> I set my friend up up 
up on a date once and they were meeting at the Tate Modern and I had a feeling it was going to go really well. And she's a vegetarian and she was waiting for him and he was late. And so he ended up sort of running to meet her. So he was sweaty and late and sort of like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he was saying it as he was eating a tuna sandwich. No. Yeah. And she was like, no. They sort of had this awkward two hours together. And then she oh. me and was like, never do that to me again. An awkward two hours where she was dodging his face every time he turned towards her. Oh. I mean, tuna is bad for everyone. But when you're a vegetarian, nah. Oh, no. God. Anyway, but yeah, but boys are so stupid, aren't they? Oh, Pip's so stupid. Well, Pip's people so, are so yeah. stupid. People are stupid. I think it's just, it's just not generalised. Just people are the idiots. But how could, how could, like, even if Ruth didn't clock when she was going, <laughs> right, a I mean, love with in the bull. <laughs> Who could it be? And mm. then even if she didn't clock then, how could she not? How, how, how could she not have clocked when they were all sitting together and Pip was going mental? Yes. It. I mean, cu- I mean, literally, shake yourself awake. Yeah, Ruth, I know. Dear. It's just absolutely mad. I put mascara on once in about 1978. <laughs> it just sort of dripped off me all day. <laughs> Never worn it since. Is that the one that goes on your eyes? <laughs> The lipstick is the one that goes on your teeth and all that. Also, if I was Usha, I would have just been like, oh, thanks thanks for asking me out. Thanks yeah, and text. also, what do you mean, she's my best friend? Yeah. She's my best friend. No, she isn't. Because they had one, there was one date yeah. that Usha, Stella and Ruth went on. Yeah. They all got on really well. Yeah. And poor old Usha hasn't been invited. Because I think Ruth is one of those jealous friends. Oh, right, doesn't he doesn't like... friend share. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And Usha mm. and Stella are getting But then friend well. stealing is a thing. It is. You have to be careful of friend stealing. Yes. Mm. I mean, what are people like? Mm. Power, power play, isn't it? Mm. Um, I thought, because actually, th- it's so weird this week. I kept thinking, oh, this is quite a boring week. But then actually in every episode, there was something yeah. pretty good. a little good. nugget. There was a nugget. Like, I really yes. loved, did you like the Susan-Tracy um, argument? About the book, yeah, yeah. Just, despite right. the context, didn't yes, you the context was the... stupid, but I liked the. I I just loved it when she went. Just because you got a... <laughs> what did she say? She went a four bedroom house. Yeah, you got a four bedroom house, and I'm renting with dad. And it was just, I just, it was so, it was so sisterly. Wasn't yes, it, it was. It you was can, so yeah. There's funny. a lifetime of you took my Cindy and. I da, did da, da. get a prize. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, you never. <laughs> we're all and thick and we're proud of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, but it was a real funny insight yeah. as well. I thought. Yeah. I, I quite, I'm quite enjoying this. Um, but it was know, that. It, it was that. It was that. That. Um, don't change the family narrative. The family exactly. narrative is that we are programmed. We're destined to fail. And if we do succeed, it is completely um, uh, sort of uh, a, a fluke or extremely hard won. So how dare you rewrite the narrative and say that actually you quite like school and that you were good at it? Because we don't do that. We're, that's yeah. not us. Yeah. Because then you're suddenly someone stepping out of the safety mm, net, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. I just thought that was really interesting. And then I assume they're all going to sort of start a book club, Emma, Chelsea... Well, someone Tracy. in the emails has said, is, is this, is it being sponsored by Penguin Books at the minute? But Penguin Classics, <laughs> Penguin because classics. we're just, just endless. Light oh, Rice, yeah, Candleford, Thomas Hardy. <laughs> what was the Emma one last week? That was Don't, Don't Look Now. Don't or Look something. Now, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, <laughs> you're right. There's some something a bit weird going on. Mm. But I think they're going to start a book club because mm. there's suddenly loads of people who are getting into books. I thought they'd had one before because Linda um, must have set one up but ages ago. D- didn't Linda make everybody? Re- oh no, that wasn't. That was just Robert got her to read the. What was it called? That the awful Tolkien book that was just dreadful. The Hobbit. No. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All of them. No. <laughs> yes, I know your feelings on Tolkien. <laughs> there was. There's another one, and it's called. I just got a really long word, a really long name, oh. Latin-y sounding name, and it's. Oh, God. It's just like the forgotten one. That's oh. that's so dense. It's like the, the precursor to Lord of the Rings. Oh, so it's just how, exactly. So it's like how everybody got there, oh. and it's all. It's basically like the Bible, you know, so and so begatting somebody. It's like that, except it's with elves fighting. So, oh yeah. my God! Mm. I mean, the good thing now is you can listen to anything on Audible. And yes, just, you might as well have read it. Yeah, well, not really, because you can drift off completely and think that you've listened, and then realise, oh, I'm on chapter seven, and I don't remember the last <laughs> five because I was doing something else. Yeah, yes, that is, that's the trouble with 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 audiobooks. <laughs> if they're too wordy, yeah. You keep having to like go back thirty yeah. seconds, don't yeah. you? And then you have to listen to the oh, yeah. It's, it's a nightmare, actually. Just read the book. Yes, yes, yes. Which is clearly the message that the archers is sending <laughs> at the minute. Yeah, no, but I quite, I, 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 I like, I like it. I liked that Chelsea was, I. But I, in a way, I was, it was a bit. I wanted Tracy to sort of maintain her, her sniffiness about yes. books. Yes, with Chelsea reading whatever Lark Rise to Candleford. <laughs> Um, oh yes, yeah, Sykesy. Sorry, before we forget, um, mm. uh, I I also thought, oh my God, he's going to end up living at Brookfield mm. in the that. I can't X-B&B imagine room. how that would happen. But why would they do that? And Ben they're... can't nurse him because Ben's no. And also, I'm sorry to sound. I mean, I'm sure he's a love. He's a no, lovely fella. He's a pe- he's, there's nothing charming about him at all. No, but I'm talking about Jasper Carrot. If we're losing regular, if we can't afford to put mm-hmm. regular characters in. Why are we bringing in somebody that's just generated a few headlines? Ooh, look, Jasper Carrot's in the Archers. And then have to force a storyline around them. Because I, I think he's not the right casting either. Because no. I assume that when they wrote a Sykesy, he he was like, you know very funny endearing sparky mm. um sort of you know one of those mm. but, but there's some, i don't know there's some, something i don't there's something not very likable about sexy yes. yeah that come i don't i mean obviously it's his attitude but you can yeah. have that attitude but also have this sort of twinkle yeah but I, there isn't much twinkle i don't think no him. no he's a bit too like a grumpy mean. old tortoise <laughs> yeah, yeah yes i can't understand why ben would be so uh, sort of enamoured with him. No, I and, don't and get the chemistry. We, we, we um, Jeff and I were, were were listening to the one where he broke his hip, and yeah. he'd and he'd given um, uh, he tried to give Ben that check, and Jeff was going. So what's the point of this then? Is it that Ben's going to be caught accepting yeah. money? Yeah. Is it a setup? Is he? Tra- and I said, Well, you'd hardly break your own hip as a setup, would you? I mean, that's a hell of an elaborate. <laughs> And he was going, well, well, then, but if it's not that, then what is the point? And I'm thinking, I don't think there is one. I mean, that's what? what we came to the conclusion. So he said to me yesterday, so what was the point of science then? And I said, I still don't know. I don't know what's happening. Well, I, I, is, it, is, it, is it just that? Um, because when 
I don't know how she got to that conclusion, but when Ben was talking about Sykesy and going, oh, it's really sad and he's going to have to move away and da-da-da-da. Mm. And then Ruth, he left the room and Ruth went, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. And I was like, huh? He's, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where did he get that from? Because he sounds really upset about Sykesy. Yes. But is it just that Ben has emotionally dealt with this? Yes. He's not taking it on. He's not saying, he's, he's in inverted commas, he's, he hasn't people pleased at his own expense. Right. Yeah. And he, I yeah. think that's what it is. So he's show, he yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe that was all it was and that Sykesy isn't going to end up in Brookfield and we can all move on. Yeah. Let's hope. But then what was point? Surely there was another way of demonstrating that using any of the other characters that are sitting at home wanting to pay their mortgages and are unable to because they haven't had any work from the archers. Yeah, or maybe they just wanted to get Haley back. You know, who's just oh, a daughter. Yes. And she wasn't available, but she said, Do you know what? My dad will be up for a little stint. And uh, maybe it was just the sort of fun of having Jasper Carrot in it for a bit. Yeah. Anyway, who knows? We'll see if he comes up in the cast list in the next few mm. weeks. And just quickly as well, I really, um, again, I just can't believe how many moving scenes Helen generates. Oh. Because I found that really, her yeah. and Pat, really moving didn't you yeah jeff had a little cry yeah, i'm not surprised just because he said she's asking for help and it's so difficult and, you know. yeah i mean i i did say i was quite surprised that she did sort of admit yeah. to uh, did ask for help quite mm. this early on mm. but then on the other hand she's so desperate isn't she and mm. but even pat i thought pat you know because pat is such a pain in the ass but mm. i thought she stepped really carefully around mm. helen's eating and mm. And and you know it just shows how how strong how much stronger Helen is that yeah. she could yeah go yeah yeah I need I need some yeah. help now yeah I thought it was just so I mean Helen and it just... it doesn't go away it does it's like any no. it's like an addiction it, it lies in wait for you to be weak and then pops back up and says hello this is <laughs> and... what we can do to make us feel better let's uh, you know but the lying about the food was really interesting oh was the, the giving away. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Natasha is so funny as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the whole thing. Thank you so much, Helen. A beef bourguignon during a heat wave. Yeah. Nothing Smash better. In. Thank you. <laughs> oh, the twins then, won't like it, but me and Tom will finish the whole thing in two days. And then... Uh, and then and then grassing, grassing yeah, on top. And suddenly thinking afterwards, oh, I'm, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have done that. We oh, feel bad now. Oh, I feel bad now. <laughs> I've got fish fingers I could give her. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it was just all played very, very... I mean, yeah, it was it was all wrapped up quite quickly, wasn't it? Because I, I remember us um, and other listeners saying, you know, is is her... Uh, is is uh, is her eating? Just, mm. You know, oh, is this yeah. going to be? Oh, in yeah. fact, someone clever, didn't they? Yeah, was there were clocking. a few. Yeah, signposts. People people yeah, started to say Helen months ago. Have you noticed yes, that she hasn't? Meals. She says, "Oh, I've I've. Oh no, I ate earlier. Oh, oh no, I'm yeah. going to eat with so and so." And then you know. Yeah. Anyway, very poor. Personally, old I think it's Pat's cooking, but. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, if I a beef bourguignon like the night your kids, I mean. You know what I'm like, Lizzie, I just never, I'm always just happy with some pita bread, but yeah. it's like, but if you're having a beef bourguignon, you need like an hour, don't you, to have a proper meal, <laughs> digest it, you'd have to have some red wine, Yeah, it's just not really a Monday night. Bit of a lie down afterwards, <laughs> patting your stomach and going, oof, yeah. <laughs> it's no, 
not a, it's not a night before the kids How quickly go back to school. Bung some birth bourguignon in the oven, and you know we'll eat in twenty minutes, shall we? It's not no. what I would call a, a quick meal. A midweek, no. <laughs> anyway, bless bless Pat. Yes, <laughs> it's the thought that counts. And also, you know, when you're when you're, it's like when my daughter comes home from university. Whatever time of day it is, or whatever day of the week it is, I say, what would you like? Is there anything special? She says, yes, please. Roast dinner with Yorkshire potatoes, I don't, with Yorkshire pudding. I don't care what the, what the meat is. And I say, but you can't have Yorkshire pudding with roast chicken. She says, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Can we have it, though? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? And um, that's what she wants. Oh, there you see, that is a, such a lovely mummy thing, isn't it? Because so my, my mum used to do that to her. When, when your mum makes your favourite yeah. dinner it's yes. like just a shower of love isn't yeah. it it's yeah. so lovely yeah Aww. yes so i think sort of pat's because she because she's you know because you feel you feel helpless as a mum when 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 awful things are happening to yes. your grown-up children so the only thing you can do is make them you know yes. you can't put them to bed early and you can't whatever so you you know you just make them nice food and, oh and it oh. is very touching actually yeah yeah. It's like when you have a baby, isn't it? And people bring you a lasagna. It's yeah. just the, it's the most incredibly sweet thing to do. Yeah. Although yes. you get quite a lot of lasagnas. Do you? you do. I've <laughs> done you. Think a out, lasagna. Think, oh, think outside the box, guys. Yeah. Can you add it to the other seven on the slide? We've got shut the fridge and then. I mean, I'm very fond of a moussaka, actually. <laughs> Could you uh, go back and do it again? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, now we have to do a birthday message. Mm. Who is? We are saying happy birthday to Daniela. Daniela? Who is an avid listener to our podcast. She is the one who named her chickens after oh, us. Oh, yeah. Rather than them being called Flaps and Nandos. Oh. Um, her birthday is the 16th of September when we are not recording because we're having a week off because oh, it's yes. too complicated with everybody flying back from everywhere and yeah. we'll just start crying. This has been complicated enough, to be honest. She sent me a picture. No, actually, she has a Tierney, her friend, who is the one who's Tierney Green, is the one who's, who's uh, told me. Uh, and um, it's her birthday and sent me a very, very, very lovely picture of uh, Lucy and Harriet. Oh, the chickens. The chickens. Oh, yes. that's nice. Can you forward it to me? Yes. Um, Maybe it could be our new Ambridge on the Couch cover. Yeah. Yes. I bet you anything I was the one called Flaps. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, a very, well, very, very happy birthday, Daniela, for the 16th. Happy 16. birthday, Daniela. May your day be full of literature and <laughs> black and white films, etc. And... Audio books. Audio books. <laughs> you can pretend. You can listen to me narrating some of them. <laughs> Just Google search Linda Snell audio books. <laughs> Bet she's done quite a few. There are bloody thousands, Carol aren't there? Yeah. 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 Um, so happy birthday, Daniela. Happy hope you birthday. have a smashing time, whatever you're doing. Oh, I hope the, I hope the night. I think it is going to be a nice weekend next weekend, actually. For her birthday. Mm. I think it's not going to be hot, hot, hot like today, but I think it's I think you're going right. to have lots and lots of storms now, aren't you, or something? Is it? <laughs> don't know. don't know. I didn't yes, see it that is. coming. How come I am in Crete and I know more about what's happening where you are than oh, you do? To, to me, it feels like we're just in this endless heat wave. It's okay. probably really nice in other parts of the country, but in London it is mm. disgusting. 
Well, it Sorry. All, everybody's bin smell and all the heat sort of bounces oh. back off all the buildings. It, no, it's it? just the nights because it, oh. nothing mm-hmm. cools down and everyone's like awake all mm. night sweating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a it's little like insight into, into yeah. Harriet's <laughs> home life there. Um, James Everett uh, sent us um, a book that he's found in a National Trust secondhand bookshop. Oh, yeah. um, the Book of the Archers. And he says, one of the of the, one it does of the, sound like sort of ancient scrolls, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> uh, when Judy Bennett plays Shula, yeah. joined in 1971, she played Kenton, Elizabeth, and Adam because she can do the oh, little child that's voice. That's funny. Isn't oh, that weird? Wow, that is so funny. Hello, my name is Adam. And I am a little boy. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no way, I'm Oh, that's really. so funny. Oh, the good old days when you didn't need real child actors. Yeah. Although, uh, I have to say, in. Henry, again, still cracking performance. Uh, cracking. Well done, little Henry. And also, I have to say, he is an unbelievable son to Helen because yeah. I can't think of many 11-year-olds who would be no. that generous yeah. and yeah. loving and mature to their yeah. parents. So yeah. he is... A brilliant kid. Yeah, yeah. Love Henry. Yeah. Um, Red Agnes, because um, uh, Jeff and I were getting confused last week. This is from Red Agnes, who who um, we were getting confused last week about uh, the flood and who who drowned in the flood and who oh, didn't yeah. yes. and what happened. Yes. Yes. Um, Red Agnes says, as I remember, wasn't Adam shagging the Polish person who nearly drowned yes. in the flood? Didn't Rob save Zlobodan but blackmail Adam by threatening to tell Ian yes. or... That could be complete bollocks. No, that is... I remember that. Yes. She says, by the way, I love Jeff's voice threatening to turn permanently into Febreze each time it wobbles. (laughs) (laughs) Is um, Jeff going to come home with a Greek character up his sleeve, Lucy? (laughs) I feel like... I'm hoping he's going to come home with a cheese and spinach pie because that's what I've just sent him (laughs) off to the shop to go and get me. Oh, God, you're so lucky. I know. This week. Um, oh, I've seen a picture of Lucy's pool. Oh, and I just, it's just, I just need to be in it now. Now we could have got one of those underwater mics. You know, because it it's so water. boiling everywhere else. The pool isn't heated, obviously, but so it's quite nippy when you first get in. Oh, nice! And Jeff's been turning into Febreze. You know, as the water gets high, he starts on a shallow end, and as he walks towards the the, the he goes, oh, 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 and then by the end of it, he's totally in Febreze range by the time he's got to the deep end. Anyway, did um, I ever tell you about that job? I think I did. You remember I I was going up for a job. I was like between me and another person to record a Mills and Boone in the south of France in a swimming pool with a new because they were testing out this new kind of um, waterproof mic. Wow. Oh, and I was like, it, oh, you didn't like you couldn't I do it, could it. you? Oh, you didn't. Okay. Oh, I don't think I got it. I think it was between me and someone else. No, I definitely would. I would have, Lucy, I would have chucked everything else under a bus to do that job. <laughs> it was like a week in the south of France, just wow. in a swimming pool all day. You'd be like a Recording little prune when you came out. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit... <laughs> oh, Brad, this water is so... I feel... No, anyway, no, that's not going to... No, 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 sorry. 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 Um, Christine... Set, who says, I still get a Harriet fix in Lidl. Um, oh, thank God for that. Because I'm like, <clears throat> not on the airwaves anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm in still in a tannoy. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on aisle number five, please. 
Harriet Carmichael coming to a tannoy near you. Um, the foreign worker who disappeared was Stefan, but eventually David and Jenny sought him out and I think got the story of Rob blocking the culvert where Charlie Thomas nearly died. He did eventually return briefly and Justin paid him off to keep Worcesterland from becoming sued. Oh, from being okay. sued. <clears throat> yes. Um, so no one died. Or no, did someone? Did, yeah, did Frieda anyone... Fry died. Oh, yes. It, yes, that's yeah. right. But I think we all thought, didn't we, that 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 po- Polish work was yeah, under... The, yeah, yeah, was... Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and also, Stephen Bowden has very helpfully filled in the inevitable gaps when me and... Um, uh, uh, Jeff were trying to do this last week um, we were talking about Robin Fairbrother he was a, in fact a silent character back when he was having his fling oh. with Elizabeth uh, what? Wow. I know I was convinced we heard from him at the time but he never actually appeared also Jin, Jill's antipathy towards Toby was not just because of Robin's affair with Elizabeth but because of her irrational and extremely persistent jealousy of the long dead Grace who was Robin's oh. much older half sister and her husband Phil's first wife, Flaming yeah. Nora. It was this jealousy which kept Pip and Toby from telling Jill that Rosie's middle name was to be Grace until the christening. Oh, right. I don't remember that. Nope. And um, apparently, Gardner's Question Time did actually visit Ambridge in April 2011. Did it? Yep. Oh. Uh, they, Brian wanted advice on creating a South African border to remind them of Kate. Usha wanted advice oh, right. on restoring the health of her clump of Rebecca. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> yes. All right. So Stephen they... says it was a bit more boring than your version. <laughs> did they? But so did they do that as an as an episode? Or yes, as it was to celebrate you... uh, the Archer's 60th anniversary celebrations. Oh, that's funny. I mean, mm. yeah, it goes so well together, doesn't it? Yeah. GQT and Tarchers. Now, well, do you I'm remember... still working on my Kathy Clugston, so, you, so you're, you're very welcome to write another one, Lucy. <laughs> okay, thanks. Then I can, uh, yeah, keep honing it. Do you remember um, we, uh, Hannah Riley and Amy, who are our North Face correspondents, the ones who want you to go skating with them? Oh, when are we going? Um... When you said Amy, I suddenly remembered Amy from The Archers. Do you remember oh. superhero oh, yes, Amy, yes. who saved yes. everybody? Yeah. Poor, yeah, we haven't heard from. Where's Chris as well? We had a lot of Alice, didn't we? We just need a little break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you remember Hannah, Riley and Amy, who are um, our North Face correspondents and the ones that sure. are skating with us. Oh, yes, 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 um, yes. They've had a message from somebody. Uh, Ryushi <laughs> Lindsay. Said, skate fanatic. <laughs> Dear Lucy, Harriet, Jeff, Ed, Al, 
I went to university with Hannah Riley and Amy, but I haven't spoken to either of them in about seven years. Imagine my surprise when you read out their emails on your recent episodes. That is all. I have no opinions to share for now. Many thanks for the splendid weekly entertainment. Rayushi. Wow. So, I mean, we're now a sort of friends reunited as well, which is interesting. But interesting, she didn't sort of enlighten on her. Because I think if I'd written that, I would have been like, they were such great girls. Yes. I love, I really oh, wanted to be their friend. A story there. There's a story there. <laughs> wow. Is mm. it basically a Ruth Stella Usha thing? I is don't it? know. Well, don't know. that's really amazing. Mm. How cool. Mm. Yes. Um, so now we'll move on to Hannah Riley, who now is signing off as your North Face correspondent. Um, <laughs> what a week for the lesbians, she says. I cannot tell you how many times I gasped during both Tuesdays and tonight's Friday's episodes. Finally, the romance has arrived and it made me feel so giddy. Is this what the straights <laughs> feel like every single time a couple get together in their favourite drama? I can't cope. <laughs> the I like Stella more than you do thing between Pip and her mum was a bit weird. And yeah. Ruth is being unbelievably dense about the whole thing. I'm almost wondering if she's going to be jealous when she finds out. I did yeah. say that lesbians move fast. So Pip's declaration of love is very in keeping with the queers. Also, remember my description of lesbian tropes on TV dramas? I recently watched an ITV drama called The Confessions of Fanny Langton, Franny oh, Langton, yeah. a yeah. lesbian love affair between the haves and the have-nots. And I shit you not, the very first scene shows a dead lesbian in a room lit only by candles. <laughs> 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 um, and she wants you to answer, if you could go to the pub with three people from the Archers, who would they be? Oh, Stella. Mm. Mm, quite hard, isn't it? Mm. To find three that you would kill. <laughs> Stella. Might go with Brad, actually. Yeah. And yeah, he'd Har- be funny. And, and Harrison. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but it depends, doesn't it? Am I going for lols or am I going to sit next to Harrison's arms or mm. am I going <laughs> <laughs> to sort of have great chats? I mean, Susan. I'd, I mean, I'd go with Susan and Tracy. Susan, for, yeah, Susan, Susan for Tracy. gossip. Yeah, Linda. I'd like to just not Susan and Tracy because they'd just have two yeah, glasses of prosecco funny. and then start pulling yeah. each other's hair out. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I reckon Stella Harrison Brad. Actually, mm. yeah, it's a good shout about Harrison. Who would you go Harrison. with? No, Harrison's arms. I hadn't thought of yeah. Harrison's arms. Yeah. but yeah, no, I don't need his head there. But no, I mean, just his brain or anything. Else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I. Th- think uh, because also you forget the other characters that you haven't heard for a yeah. while i mean i'd love to go with kate because she it be would have been funny. caroline because i thought caroline was funny oh, caroline <laughs> uh uh kate would be quite good fun yeah no i'd kill her um <laughs> i'd like you me and kate to go oh god <laughs> Christine, did you just say? No. Christine. Oh, no, right. Kirsty, I said. Yeah, Kirsty would be great. Mm. Too many. Mm. Uh, uh, who would you, who would, um, uh, who would Hannah go with? Uh, she hasn't said. Oh, she, no, she said uh, Jazza and Stella. Yeah, Jazza would be great. Yeah. yeah, you sort of, actually, that's almost an essential pub person. Yeah. I thought George is sort of like, <laughs> George is so funny, isn't he? His ideas, like his... He sort of became like a guru on pub etiquette and pub yeah. culture, didn't he? Yeah. And he kept going, he's like, 
that's that's not what girls do when it's like <laughs> to pub goers. And it's like, uh, what? Where is this vocabulary coming from? And this, it's it's just such a. I think um, Dick. He's just desperate to be a man, isn't he? He is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite yeah. pathetic. But then really. actually that, but that then that that is everything about what he is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He's sort of so frightened of not being yeah. a man, isn't yeah. he? That that he he's clinging on to anything yeah. that he thinks is alpha. Yeah. Oh God, poor little sod, stupid little sod, but poor little silly sod little as boy. Well. Yeah. Um. Right. This is from Michael Gorman. Um. He's hoping that uh, Gay Grables will be the hope that the the hope the future site of the Pipistrella wedding reception. Oh, yeah. My idea is that Oliver is a minority shareholder and Ardil is the front man for the majority. Moreover, that Ardil's latest, latest evasiveness about money and the lack of progress in refurbishing oh, yeah. Gay Grables means that at best there is some shakiness in the majority funding or at worst there is something really shady going on with or without Ardil's connivance. Yes, there is something. Suddenly there's been a bit of a, ch- a chink, hasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, right. And what else? And he also said... Am I the only one who was shocked initially on learning that Brad and Mia were doing the horizontal mambo on the grounds that I think of Maya as bit Mia as being about fourteen? She certainly <laughs> sounds about that age. I then realised they're both about nineteen, and it was nothing to be shocked about unless you went into a coma in nineteen fifty-five and have just woken up. Yeah, I know it's still because they both do sound young, particularly Mia. I think. Yes, yeah, because of her voice. Yes, yeah, her little. But they're voice. definitely consensual age. Mm. Uh, Andrew Stewart has a a similar obsession with uh, that. Uh, Both Toby and Brad have recently deployed their personal seed drills in fertile territory. And I worry that we (laughs) long-term listeners are expected to believe that no propagation will result. Have the scriptwriters lost the plot? Everyone knows that if a bloke so much as has a wank in Ambridge, at least three women fall pregnant. It's Mitch Witch on steroids. That's true. That's true. But thank God we're getting away from that trope, that people are allowed to just have sex without there being an appalling... Well, we we very know. much know that Mia and Brad were sensible because they is sensible yes. people. But I do think I think Brad was probably wearing three condoms and one on his head. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's so funny about it. It's been so sweet. I know. They were mm. probably so careful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. I love them, Lucy. I don't care that they're boring and sensible and annoying. I'm just it's so sweet that they're in love. Yeah. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Yeah. Can't get that song out of my head. Um, uh, oh, but like many people, Jane from Cornwall has said, Harriet, it is not something anyone can do, being brilliant with voices. <laughs> people, took, people talk violent um, issue with that. Anyway. Um, well, just give it a go, guys. <laughs> just give, give it a go. Uh, hooray, Helen spoke with Henry and Henry's an absolute star. I feel relieved. They should still have family therapy, though. I wish Pat would just talk with Helen rather than force food onto her. It's controlling, (laughs) even if well-meaning, and eating disorders are about regaining control. Why can't Pat just say, Helen, I'm noticing old Pat's ruin the head again, and I'm really worried. But she did. She did. She did. She did. So she'd sent this uh, early in the week. Jane sent this early in the week. Um, Stella should not have apologised. But as she did, I can't believe Pip didn't apologise also. Not liking that dynamic at all. Oh, I found them quite... I found this sort of back forth, back forth <sighs> a bit tiring, didn't yeah. you? But she said, it'll be good to have Stella in charge of Brookfield eventually. Hope that happens. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, this is from Elvis, 
who says, oh, Dear Hattie oh. Lulu and disappointed Jeffrey, hope you're all well. Perhaps I can make up for not being a Presley or a Costello by telling you how I became Elvis. It was a nickname in a pub I worked in when my short-lived long hair went a bit bouffant. Then one drunken night in my second year of uni, I went online and changed it by deed poll. Oh, wow. Yep. That's the so, maddest thing I've ever heard anyone do. Wow. Apart from my friend Matthew, who bought a, a three-meter-long Bronze Age sword on eBay when drunk and forgot all about it oh. until he got the email the next day saying, congratulations, how can I deliver it? Oh, God. And his boyfriend won, went, whoa, hang, you've done what now? Wow. And he'd spent quite a lot of money on it and they had nowhere to put it and, you know. Oh, well, that's just silly. Silly and drunken. <laughs> but changing your name to Elvis. But you could change your name while drunk and then, even if you legally do it, just then go by another name. Yeah. Yeah. But Elvis is a great name. Yeah, Elvis. And Dutton. also, if you're called Elvis, everybody remembers your name. Certainly do. Um, he says, I'm currently on the sofa at midnight, sweating my way through the fever part of hand, foot and mouth disease that my son was kind enough to bring oh, home no. from daycare. Oh, Ooh. so annoying. Kids, uh, that is, I have to say, I had it really badly when, when, mine all, when my little ones had it because it went to my mouth really oh, badly. Oh, that's Can't horrible. eat anything. It's no. horrible. Poor thing. Um. Hoping this is happily ever after now for Pip and Stella and we just have Jill's coronary to look forward to. Also hoping the same for Brad and Mia, but it's a drama, so no doubt the horrible little incel Georgie yes. will find a way to stuff things up. Totally. The ship having sailed on my Justin being the money behind the charging station prediction some time ago, I have a few flags to plant. Sykesy will cark it and Ben will get done for extortion elder abuse when oh the check surfaces. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Emma and or Fallon will open the tea room in the charging station and the money-grubbing self-serving archers will lose a revenue stream. Good. Keep yes. up the good work. Tally-ho and pip-pip, he says. Love from the well, real Elvis. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, you, you've got a better theory about the tea room, which which will be in the sketch, presumably, or yes, a sketch. Yes. Uh, this is Ellen Hughes, um, who says, "Ugh, make the sex noises stop." Pip and assorted <laughs> lovers was bad enough, but Mir and Brad was even worse. Oh. No one wants to hear teenage pillow talk. Oh, I don't mind. Eating <laughs> <laughs> is cute. Um. Uh. Could I also make a request, she says, for a recap of what happened with Ben? I missed whatever it was and so feel a bit lost with the significance of his story about leaving the laurels. I did enjoy everyone asking Susan why she was telling them about the resident who broke their hip, though. I felt like shouting, because it will move the story on without having to pay extra actors. (laughs) I've also been shocked, but sadly not surprised in the Bridge Farm Archers that everyone seems largely content to let Henry ruminate in his room, seemingly without realising the degree of trauma he suffered. Even the episode where Helen and Henry did eventually speak didn't make me feel any better. Henry is too young to be parenting his parent Mm, and taking on so much responsibility. Helen's turns to her old coping mechanisms of food restriction and obsessive exercise are an understandable response to the extreme stress she's under and her lack of other coping mechanisms, but I worry that this will only put more weight on young Henry's shoulders. Finally, is the Archers part of some sort of deal with Penguin Classics? Why are all the (laughs) Carter clans suddenly so literary? Well, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. D- no, we don't really understand the Ben thing, Ellen. I think we. You, I don't think you've missed anything. If you have, we have too. It's no. Just... What do you mean? Well, well Ellen, you... did Ellen miss the 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 mental health crisis? Maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. But but now it's been referenced so often. I well, think it was yeah, just but... a bit a bit weird that all of a sudden it's kind of. I can't even everywhere. remember. Oh, it's ste- well, it stemmed from him breaking up with um, Beth, didn't it? Yeah, and getting pregnant, Chelsea pregnant. 
Oh, of course. Mm, mm. I've completely forgotten. Oh, my God. And it's been a year. Whose email are we on now? David Thomas. The Sykesy Ben interactions denote Ben's mental health issues being neatly tidied away, probably never to be mentioned again. Hopefully, this is the last that we shall hear of Sykesy. If he's looking for a nursing home, I can recommend one in Zurich. Many listeners, it's harsh, many listeners have referenced Pat's poor parenting over the years. This week, she was giving off distinct woman's hour. Let's take a look at this important issue, vibes. Yes, telling Helen to see a doctor is the right advice, but the way that she did is just... Uh, but the way she did it just came across as unconvincing. I'm surprised that she didn't have an informative pamphlet to hand with the BBC Action Line number. <laughs> That's the trouble with Pat's voice, is that mm. she is terribly woman's hour. So when yes. she does sort of chatting mm. to a 11, mm. 12 year old kid, it's a bit jarring. Yeah. But on the other hand, she can come, she can, uh, she's, it's so weird because sometimes she just comes across as completely disengaged. Yeah. And other times she can be super warm and loving and then. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you are a lovely granny and a lovely yeah. mummy. Yeah. But yeah. there is a problem with her terribly well-trained voice. Yes. It's just very well modulated. Yes. So it doesn't sound natural. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, does, it probably did sound natural about 30 years yeah. ago. Bless yes, that. on the BBC, because everybody sounded like that. Um, he says, uh, hopefully you've both been enjoying this lovely weather. It is even sunny here in Carmarthenshire, and my Balwyn sheep have taken refuge in hedges and under trees and that funny yellow thing in the sky. Oh, well, that's the thing in Carmarthenshire. It, it, I bet it's a glorious week. Yes. It just yeah. isn't in, in London. Yeah, no. Uh, Catherine Rowan-Jones says, strongly agree with Jeff. And all that dear vid handled Pip's revelation really well while still awkwardly yeah. paternal. He obviously learned from the family therapy following Ben's mental health crisis. Compare and contrast with the festival of denial and suppression that is Bodge Farm. Thanks for everything. Big love to all Catherine Rowan-Jones. Thank you, Catherine. Yes. Yes, that was nice. Um, okay. So this is from Kate Lloyd-Jones, uh, who is talking about... Um, uh, we were t trying to establish who had died in the flood, who had who had gone, yeah. whatever. Um, Frida Fry died as she lived silently, following being stuck in a car and possibly washed away. Oh yeah, poor the thing. foreign missing person was Stefan. He was the subject of many theories involving Rob at the time when he vanished. After the flood, Stefan told Jennifer and David he thought he'd seen Rob block the culvert on the night of the flood, diverting water from Barrow into the village. They told Charlie Thomas, divulging no names, who spoke to all the staff except Stefan, who Rob said had asked for sudden leave for a family issue back home and was uncontactable. I remember that. Stefan never came back, leading to many theories involving Rob, Graves, etc. Two years later, post-stabbing, he is seen again by Lillian coming out of a meeting with Rob in Damara's offices. Turns out he's back and wants more money on top of the original oh. payoff from Rob to leave Ambridge. Lillian can't play Stefan, but she and Jennifer see him again, and the latter tells Lillian the whole culvert story. Lillian tells Justin he confronts Rob, very upset as he's kept Rob on the staff, despite yes. the whole coercive control and rape behaviour coming out at Helen's trial. Rob then insults Lillian as an archer, and Justin sacks him and sends him packing back to wow. Minnesota, leading to the Jack kidnap. God, that is... That is that is a brilliant wrapping up of everything because I'd completely forgotten I'd completely forgotten all that mm -hmm. that Stefan comes back and yeah because for ages we were just left assuming that Rob had done him in yeah that's amazing I'd it's amazing what you forget I know it? so much happens in such little titchy boring oh, places such a, such a 
clever little, such a clever little show, Lucy. <laughs> Terribly well acted and played and written and all sorts. All sorts, yes. Um, Sorry for slagging it off occasionally. <laughs> uh, let's do, do you remember last week's What the Hell is Happening Here? Um, no. Okay, it is this. What the hell is happening? What the hell is happening here? This is one of my favourite duets. And mine, Christine. Was it outdoor oh, opera? It was. Tours. Sorry, I just started it again. Um, yes, it was. James Everett says last week's clip came from the outdoor opera at Lower Loxley. The opera was a great success with a fantastic opera and Fallon selling her hampers. Although not everything went well, a small falling out arose between Christine and Jim over Italian pronunciations, Eddie's constant phone calls about a patio job, and Sabrina Thwaite and her friends getting in the way with their selfie sticks at the opera. This was all noted in Dylan Nell's review, whoever that is. Oh, that's classic. I love all that. (laughs) So this is this week's one. Ready? Yeah. I haven't answered my main question, Robert. Oh, um... The roadside cafe coming out of Haybury is probably the best option. And have a meal there as well. Of course not. What? With well, won't be time. But we can't just march in, use their facilities and blithely march out again. We can buy a bar of chocolate or something. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'll like that. I'm sorry, we can't risk more than five minutes per comfort break. Five minutes? Lindy, next Monday is a day for strong minds and iron bladders. Oh, we can always nip behind a tree if we have to. <clears throat> so are we done? I think so, Will. It's been very helpful having you here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm starting to look forward to well, it. We're glad to have you on board, aren't we? What? what was, where are they going? I have absolutely... With Will in tow? How strange. It sort of rings a bell, that, actually. It's not a treasure... No, we did the treasure hunt, didn't we? Because I feel like Will used to get on really well with Robert and Linda. I, I do sort yeah. of remember there was a bit of a relationship. Maybe he was working for them or something, but... Yeah, what is that? Some protest God. or... Oh, wow. I really want to know. <laughs> hurry up, James. Hurry up, and, yeah. hurry up and say, or Stephen. Hurry up, somebody. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Now, this is from uh, Jazza, a.k.a. Ryan Kelly. And oh, it's, hey, Ryan. It's about, because um, uh, we were talking about uh, guide dogs uh, for the blind, because yes. Jeff's going to raise some money for them. Yes. And this is what he said. Uh, listening to your episode last week about the craziness of people, I'm here to tell you that speaking as a guide dog owner, I've met them all. One man was furious because the guide dogs association hadn't talked to my dog, hadn't taught my dog to read the sign for a bus stop. <laughs> One lovely old lady gave my dog directions to W. H. Smiths instead of me. <laughs> she actually knelt down by his side and oh, spoke no. into his ear. 
She then had the cheek afterwards to say, <laughs> they understand every word, don't they, love? I couldn't say anything to her because I was leaning against the shop window laughing. <laughs> also, the amount of times I've heard them called blind dogs is unbelievable. There would be real trouble if we were both blind. I suppose all I'm trying to say is people are very strange. Um... <laughs> And, uh, and he said, thank you for your kind words regarding Hearty and Sonia. They meant a lot. Oh, oh yes. That is so funny. <laughs> told the dog. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hello, dear. Now then, little one. <laughs> Next, right. And the dog, especially Labrador's... Careful crossing the zebra. Yeah. <laughs> Labrador's are so well-meaning. You could imagine it gradually <laughs> nodding and wagging its tail like, yep, yep, all right, yep, got that. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, right. Now, um, as we uh, discussed, uh, yeah. Natasha has big, big plans for uh, the bridge big, farm. Big, big plans. Big, big plans for the oh, bridge yes. farm tea room. Uh, and they bear a startling uh, <laughs> relevance to what Harriet and I have been doing for the last uh, two weeks. So uh, we will now <laughs> cross over to the bridge farm tea rooms to... Um, to hear what the plans are. That's a terrible, terrible link. Anyway, over we go. Thanks so much for coming in, Emma. I really appreciate it. Looks like the tea room's quiet just now, so we should be okay for a proper chat. Yeah, the lunchtime rush is gone now. It was Jimmis. You see, you've identified the problem, Emma. We're on the same wavelength. Are we? What do you mean exactly? Is Fallon joining us? Not just yet. She's busy in the walk-in fridge. Busy trying to get out of it from the inside anyway. But I'll let her out shortly. Remind me, won't you? Now, what I want to talk to you about is upgrading the tea room. Getting rid of the, uh, furniture? Honestly, look at it. Like Miss Havisham's dining room. What is that thing there? It's a cocktail cabinet. Fallon upcycled it from Jack Woolley's commode. She gave it a wipe through. Ugh. Well, anyway, what I'm talking about is a total update. Much more Instagrammable. Clean lines. Those neon signs that say, live, laugh, love. And one big change. Can you guess what? I'm thinking rural, home-cooking, foreign theme. Emma, I am thinking taverna. Blue and white, grill out the back, olives on the table, paper tablecloths with maps on. You can't grill a Victoria sponge. No, that's right, you can't. I'm thinking menu change. Bye-bye, Belgian buns. Hello, baklava. That's a sort of hat, isn't it? Are we doing crafts? No, baklava, honey pastry. I don't speak any Greek at all, though, Natasha. I mean, you were obviously nearly fluent. I am, yes. I had a week in Mykonos. Fully immersed myself in the culture. Within a day, I could order at all the tavernas. Wow. What's beer in Greek, then? It's Amstel. Now, in terms of suppliers, Helen's not with it at all at the moment, so she won't notice a few of the Montbelliards going walkies. And Pat's goats can also get out of their shed, if you know what I mean. I can't see Fallon going for this. No, neither can I. Which is why she's unable to be with us at the moment. 
Oh, good. She's still got the strength to shout, so she'll be okay for a few more minutes. So what I'm thinking is that this is an Emma and Bridge Farm thing, and Fallon's ready to move on. What? I'd run the taverna? Be a manager? Would I have to clean anything? No, nothing. We'd get someone in to do the grunt work. Your mum, possibly. But essentially, Emma, it's your show. It's just that all the profits would be ploughed back into Bridge Farm and you'd be paid very poorly in exchange for round-the-clock work and blamed when things inevitably go wrong. The usual Bridge Farm arrangement, essentially. You're making me an offer I can't understand. You don't need to understand, Emma. You just need to keep serving up that souvlaki. Okay, I do have one request, though, and it's a deal-breaker. I can't listen to the bloody ink spots anymore. Fair enough. I thought a bazooki trio covering Tom Jones would be a nice alternative. Right, I'd better be going. I feel like I've forgotten something. Ah, but it'll come back to me. Ah, ta-da, Cariad! Paracolo. Oh, <laughs> This is. Oh, do you want to do the script or not? No, you do it, Luce. Okay. Well, have you got something better to do? No, yes. I'm just, you okay. know, kicking back. Um, if you'd like to visit patreon.com and look at Bambridge on the Couch, you could support us on a subscription level, and we appreciate it very much. And if you fancy writing us a review, yes, that would thank you very much for any reviews. You are undying love and gratitude. Yes, I was, someone was telling me about the reviews the other day. As long as they're nice. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, it's not, if they're not nice, then just... If they're not nice, just write it down in your head and yeah. post it. Or, or maybe just don't listen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's other ones. You might like them better. Who knows? Give it a go. Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at OnAmbridge, Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch. Dot gmail dot oh yes com. at gmail at gmail dot com. com yes and a thank you very much to our patreons yes I know we keep saying this but we we I promise it's just been such a busy few months hasn't it but we are yeah. going to do something but next week we are having a week off so I'm sorry no Lucy for goodness sake you deserve I mean I've had many weeks off <laughs> you haven't had any <laughs> you and you and Jeff haven't had any weeks it's off just the, the times of the flights and everything would just be no. a stressful nightmare. No, um, I very much appreciate you doing this from Greece. <laughs> and <laughs> and hiding from the cleaning ladies. <laughs> no, so, yes, uh, sorry about next week. But to yeah. be honest, probably everyone could do with a week off. Yeah. The listeners could do with a week off. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for that. Um, now, somebody who's never, ever getting a week off, ever, because he's too good, is Matt Rodriguez Payne. Um, this week, because there was a lot of the young people with Georgie, and um, Brad and Mia. Uh, he's done the, probably the most excitingly youthy oh. theme we've had. You know, his his son has just, he's just waved his son off to uni as well. So oh. big congrats to number one son. Yes, well done, number one Rodriguez Payne. Um, anyway, Jeff and I were dancing around the villa to this last night. <laughs> oh, you ready? Great. Brace yes. yourself, brace yourself. Ready? Get me in that weekend mood. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh my god. 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 Oh my
Did you say that's horrible? <laughs> yes, I hate it. But but I, I can it. imagine it's already gone to number one in Eurovision. Yeah, <laughs> Did you of hear course, the little Febreze bits yes, in the background? Course, yeah. Of course, Febreze has released it immediately. <laughs> it's very funny. It's brilliant, Matt. Half our listeners' ears are now bleeding. <laughs> what, yeah. what the bloody hell that was? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That is brilliant, Matt. You surprise and delight us, as always. Even if I had to put up with watching Jeff dancing around the villa shouting, big up the junglist massive. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Oh, dear. Thank you very um, well, much, Matt. thank you very much. And thank you, Lucy. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a lovely dip in the pool now. Thank you. I hope what you, you have a lovely actually... hot drive around the motorway. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I'm just checking passing, the traffic. Passing things behind you, as you Yeah, know. but we end up at the seaside, so it'll be great. Yay! Um, and uh, what are you going to do when Jeff's bought your cheese pie back? Part Eat of it. it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then just That's... stay at the pool all day? Yeah. Oh, so nice. <laughs> Is your wine fridge well stocked up? Uh, no, because I'm not drinking oh. in a minute. But well, oh, right. Um, oh, no. gosh, very good. Um, if well, you've got not some a... pear juice in there or something. Uh, no, Peach just juice. water is so hot. It's just endless, oh. endless, endless water. Don't you like those sort of syrupy juices that no. they have abroad? Oh, oh I no. love those. No, no, no. With a bit of ice. Mm, yum. No. Um, well, enjoy the rest of your holes. Thank you, thank you. And I won't see you next week, no. but uh, why don't we do a catch up? Yes. That's, what? That's, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm flying <laughs> out to greet next week. <laughs> Harriet, the whole point of having a week off is that I don't have to have a catch up with you. What do you mean I now have to have a catch up with you? Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Room for a little one. <laughs> I bought Stella. Um, <laughs> and Amstel. <laughs> Um, uh, no, but well, I'm <laughs> okay, slightly. No, we won't. I'm we slightly, won't. But I'm slightly worried about um, what if something huge happens with Rob and things, and we. Miss I it? know it's going to be a nightmare if that Does... happens, Lucy. Don't worry, I'll just go into a cupboard with a fizzy drink. <laughs> oh yeah, and okay. <laughs> Make sure you shake it up vigorously before you start. Yeah. Uh, no, we no. no. It'll be a it'll be a boring week next week. Okay. Right. Okay. Thanks. Okay, shall I, do you want to... Yeah, I've got small children sort of telling me to hurry up. Okay, well, um, (laughs) mute this then because I'm going to play the jungle thing again that you don't like. Okay, (laughs) bye everybody. Love you lots. Bye. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.